Welcome to Challenging Christianity. I'm your host, Rebecca Kinnestrand. Do you consider yourself spiritual but non-religious? Agnostic? Or maybe you grew up in a church but don't believe what you were taught there anymore? This podcast exists in that space between all-in or all-out religion. Join us in asking questions that challenge the notions of Christianity. Welcome to Challenging Christianity. I'm Rebecca Kinnister and your host, Daniel Dadashi, is next to me, my co-host. And in-house, we have Pastor Katie McCallum-Soxie. And we are discussing a topic today that came to us from one of our listeners. Thank you very much for writing in. They were interested in angels. Is that right, Danielle? Yes, they had questions about angels in general. It was a very generic (laughs) <laughs> hey guys, what do you think about angels? Oh, interesting. Well, I've got some thoughts. <laughs> I'm curious about your thoughts. Well, okay. It's interesting that, um, well, angels were introduced to me sort of in the guardian angels thing. Mm-hmm. And I think I told you this before. I was in a confirmation class because I was brought up Catholic, but we didn't go to Catholic school. So we had this weird kind of CCD class thing on Thursday nights. <laughs> and they had this hierarchy of of how the world works. And at the top was God, and then archangels, and then angels, Mm -hmm. and then people, and then animals, (laughs) and plants, and rocks. Oh, wow. Like a food pyramid, but of everything. Yeah, a food pyramid of the universe. And this is what we were teaching. Oh, my God. Anyway, it was... (laughs) I I shudder to think how it was the graphic design of this poster. Oh, I remember it to this day. You need two helpings of angels <laughs> in the game. And, well, arch, and it's funny they had archangels because that's like a big right. thing, you know. I I don't really know that much about it because they didn't actually teach me about it. They just showed me the the, they just, the, the hierarchical pyramid. This is all you need to know, kid. You're here. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, so the poor rocks. <laughs> the oh, my goodness. But uh, so angels and then guardian angels, of course, which I now hear from you, Pastor Katie, they're not even a thing gonna, in the Bible. I'm going to break everyone's hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to bring you the like yeah. really mean news. Because well, so, I was raised in the church, and I don't, I still don't have any real, I don't remember talking about angels much at no, all. I remember no. talking about it with the Christmas story. And if you got to be an angel, that meant you get to wear the cute outfit. It's kind of one of these things you see in grandma's house where yes. they show a guardian angel watching over the children who are looking into a pond or something. Like, you're, you're always being watched. I think that was actually more the case. Like, you're being watched, don't do stupid stuff. Oh, like a monitor. Yeah, more like a monitor. Yeah. So, um, but also good, you know. <laughs> I, I hear the word angel, I think needlepoint. Needlepoint. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just the image I have. It's a grandma house thing, it, it, touched yeah. by an angel, precious you know, moments. precious oh, moments, precious, Hallmark, yeah. totally, yeah. totally. totally. They, and, yeah. The Hallmark channel probably has a whole... They like, have a corner yeah. slot on the angels. Yeah, they've really cornered the market, market on Christmas movies and angel-related yes. shenanigans. So, but in actuality, so when I, when I listen to your uh, sermons or Pastor Mike's sermons, then you talk about angels, and I was like, oh, yeah. Angels do appear in the Bible, usually as the shining light, and they have to say, don't be afraid, because Every everybody's mm-hmm. everybody's like, you know, peeing their pants because this thing has appeared in front of them. Well, it's terrifying. Well, one would think. It, it, yeah, <laughs> yeah if, a, if, if an angel showed up, my instinct would not be like, oh, God, everything's on the right track. <laughs> right, you're like, are you the angel of death? Because <laughs> well, there's you another are, angel. You have a good instinct, because like, usually angels show up in the Bible to make some sort of dramatic announcement and it's not it's it's 
it's not necessarily a bad announcement, but it's usually a, a fairly life changing one. I mean, yeah. so that's the, like, yeah. the, the Christmas. You are now going like, to have a baby, right? Yeah. <laughs> Heads up. Heads up. Um, right. And and I think that's partly why maybe that's why they have this sort of terrifying um, reputation in the Bible is because they do show up to say things that are big and important uh-huh. and transparent. So okay, what are the main ones? So Mary saw an angel. Yeah, I think that's Mary. probably the most, when I think about angel stories that that are familiar to people, I'm guessing that Gabriel, Gabriel, the archangel Gabriel, Gabriel right? Like he's yeah. the big kind of name. Well, he's the archangel. So in the right. in the pyramid, he he's, was on he's the top. top. He's high on the Who's on the, the one pyramid? with the pearly gates at the pearly gates? Is, is <laughs> well, that's another podcast about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's so fascinating how much of our biblical imagination doesn't actually come out of the Bible, it'd be fun to think about. I think some of that pearly gate stuff comes from Revelation. Oh, um, right, right, right. Just the yeah. images of, you know, a great beautiful city and all that kind of stuff. But, I see. Yeah, Peter's usually at the... Peter, oh, city. yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. See, I won't get in, because... Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even know his name. I didn't even know yeah. his name. Strike one. There's the whole concept of, is Satan a fallen angel? Right? Yes, oh, yes, that. for sure. That's probably a different podcast, too. I was going to so, say... Oh, so how often do angels appear in the Bible? Not as I don't have a number. I could, yeah. I could. I guess I could look that up. But I, I think in general, I would say not as often as people think. God speaks directly sometimes to people. Um, it's more in the Old Testament. Um, God speaks directly to Abraham. Well, there's angels in the Abraham story, sort of three mysterious people. Sometimes we call them angels, and maybe the Bible doesn't exactly call them that. But mm. we just call them messengers from God, and angels is kind of our shorthand for that. Right. Um, but God speaks to Moses. Um, God speaks a lot through prophets in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. but not mm-hmm. so much angels. Um, that's the well. That's the thing, though. When you get into the prophets, and it's like, oh, God's speaking through me. I mean, you know, voices in the head. Like I, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't know yeah. about that. Like yeah. uh, the guy in the corner just told me someone, you know, God was talking to him too. So. More like the man, I think more like the angels in heaven, the heavens opened and the angels sang uh, Jesus' birth, right? Right. And so maybe, I mean, it's interesting to talk about that, but what does it mean now? Yeah, because I saw a study that said that the majority, over 50% of adult Americans believe in literal angels. With the wings and all that. All it said was literal angels, which that's what I think of as a literal angel. But right. so is that a tenet of Christianity? Do you have to believe in angels to be a Christian? You know, I, I'd be curious to know um, who, what kind of Christians identify. Is, is there a way to say, like, that's a particular branch of the church? Because mm-hmm. I would say as a as a mainline Protestant, that's not a big emphasis. Mm-hmm. Um you know, no one's sat me down with the food pyramid of angels. <laughs> it sounds more like evangelical. So I think it maybe is. Um, and, you know, I, I easily, I can easily get so sarcastic about stuff like that. Do and, it. Uh, you know, Do it. Trying to resist the urge. Daniel but, and I are the ones. <laughs> I know. And there's, and there's some places where you can, you know, that's fine. Yeah. But when I ask myself, like, why? Why? Right? Yeah. So if half of Americans believe this, and then the question is why? What does it mean to them? Or what are they yearning for that that represents? And... I just I think it it represents I I want to feel connected to God I want to feel personally connected to God I want to feel seen and noticed and cared for that maybe that the events of the world or of my life that are spinning out of control there's something out there 
that is going to protect me or the people I love, mm-hmm. or at least make me feel like this thing is not just going straight to hell in a handbasket, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what people's belief in angels is for them. It's a, a desire to be connected, you know, yeah, safe mm-hmm. and protected and connected. And I can be like sarcastic about you know people who pray for a parking spot at the mall, sure. Um, and I think, but then there are people who well like served. I I survived that wildfire an angel was looking after yeah. us but then I always think what about the people who didn't right. survive For right sure, yeah. like but then I find myself you know when I think about like I have a little kid and someday she's gonna go drive off in a car right. and I'll be like if there's please. angels yeah I'll take it whatever <laughs> you got please you throw it person. yeah throw so it we all have that I think um that desire and you know to some extent that Christianity isn't a it's not about guarantee of protection or safety or any of that. I mean, it is about the fundamental promise that God is with you. But it, I think sometimes our belief in angels is veering into that. And I want to be safe. I want to be protected. And that, that's the part where I just, you know, it depends on the moment. I'm not going to say to somebody who has come through a traumatic event and tells me, I think it was an angel. I'm not going to go, whatever. Right. Right. (laughs) But if in a calm time, we can say, what is that? What are the implications of that then? Like, so one mm-hmm. of the questions is what happens when they're not an angel for other people? Exactly. Or mm-hmm. it's the same happens? thing we talk about with prayer. Like, totally. if yep. you pray and There's it doesn't more. work, well, does that mean God didn't listen to you and did listen to someone else? Right. You know, yeah, it's the same. So I want to honor that 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 yearning that, like, I, I want to feel connected to God. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. maybe then just, you know, in this conversation and pushing back a little bit about, well, here's some problematic aspects of that, though. And yeah. the Bible kind of pushes us more toward angels as these great disruptors, not really See, great that's protectors. what I want to get to because the podcast is challenging Christianity. So not so much what the pop culture is telling us about, but okay, in the Bible, what are the angels actually doing? So let's talk about like the three main, some like three main times when an angel appears and what happens then well so if you take if you take a kind of broad view of angels and you say that these three people who show up at abraham and sarah's tent to tell them that they're going to have a baby at the ripe old age of like 99 which Uh is kind of what the story tells you that they are my favorite thing in that story is that abraham is described as as good as dead (laughs) (laughs) would make an awesome birthday i was gonna say i I Um, would think sarah would be the one yeah (laughs) so these 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 beings arrive and they seem to have, they seem to be sort of divine in some way. And they tell Abraham who has been promised children, right? Forever yes, and ever, yeah. right. never shown up. And he's kind of gone with his own plan and had a concubine Hagar and she has a kid. So maybe that's all taken care of. And then these, these beings show up and they say, no, 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 no. It, we, it's, this promise wasn't just for you, Abraham. It's also for Sarah or Sarai. It's for her too. And we need, she's a part of this gig. Like it's your child that God is talking about. And, Sarah, Sarai, is hiding and hears all this and laughs. Like, are you kidding me? Right, no way. I, the yeah. older I get, the more I totally relate to her. Like, oh my gosh, no. Right. Um, also a little kidding bit of crying in the last year. But, totally. Um, and, and then they say, no, 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 this is really the thing. So, and, and then when their son is born, nine months later, they name him Isaac, which means laughter, which is such a great oh. joke. Um, but those, so those, if you want to call those angels, yeah, they're there to, to declare a promise remind people of a promise the angels mm-hmm. have to do that mm-hmm. but they're also there to correct you know like hey you guys have tried this other direction but that's not what god wants god wants you to stay with the promise that was made 
mm-hmm. you're also there to disrupt these people's lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Push us so outside our comfort protect, zone. So not protecting no, us at all, not in fact. Really. <laughs> no protection. Really. Yeah. And similarly, another the other probably, as we said, bigger story is Mary and Gabriel. So Mary's a little, pretty young, 14 years old, maybe, you know, engaged but not married yet. And, and hey, you're going to have a baby, and it's the child of God. And, you know, the big miracle in the story really is that Mary's like, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. No. Um, so, again, oh. that's, you know, this angel saying this has been a promise for a long time, and you are part of this promise. We, You know, you are needed. Without you, can't, you know, this doesn't move forward. But it's also a huge disruption in her life. It's not like, hey, here's this nice, easy thing we can do. Right, yeah. right, yeah. No wonder people are scared when they show up. Yeah, you should Like, be. oh, yeah. no, yeah. what do you need? Yeah. Something scary is about to happen. Yeah. Totally. And then you get the host, the heavenly host, which is actually a word for army. So angel army shows up in the sky and tells of all people, the shepherds, shepherds. who are like the scroungiest, grungiest people in the world. Hey, sleeping with go sheep. find this baby yeah. and a you know king but it's a baby in a stable you know so the, again what it's just yeah. uh-huh. sending them off in this weird journey and telling them that they are also part of this promise but in an unexpected way so i you know nothing that i read about angels in the bible is overly comforting it's okay so <laughs> yeah. they seem like disruptors they are yeah they are. i love that line of conversation just in the little last segment here let's talk about because it's really about the manifestation of god mm-hmm. and i wanted to just throw in that a lot of other religions have that there's many multiple gods and other religions have a lot of manifestation and then it's interesting that in um islam they specifically said don't put an image mm-hmm. and buddhism as well had don't do an image of Buddha, but they did anyway. So can you speak just briefly to like the manifestation of God in other religions and why maybe you think, are we just wanting that again for the connection? Like I need something that's more human so I can. Well, I mean, I don't think there's an, I mean, if you look at in world religions, there's a lot of commonalities. I mean, Mm -hmm. the centrality of compassion, Mm. um, the fact that sort of the golden rule shows up in one form or another in most religions. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. To other people the way you want them to treat you. Um, for me, that's a that's an indication that something is maybe more than human about all these religions. Like there's something divine there for because we've all come to the same place of like we need compassion, we need love, we need to treat other one other people the way we want to be treated. And we yearn for connection to that divine. In Christianity, the f- most fundamental way that happens is is not otherworldly beings, but flesh and blood, Palestinian Jew who is born into a poor family and becomes a refugee and has zero access to the power structure um, and is eventually executed as a, a terrorist. So that's awesome. Wow. Right? You know, like that's yeah. the Christian. We're going to put that story. on the website. <laughs> yeah, Welcome to Christianity. Exactly. <laughs> right. I love that paragraph. But, but that's the Christian message. And it, it's radical and it's uncomfortable, um, but the the promise is that you know somehow that being that Jesus is still with us. That's what the Holy Spirit is about, mm-hmm. and you know what that looks like and how we experience that. I'm not sure. I, Jesus was pretty big on people and humans and being close to people and touching them and eating with them, and and so my suspicion is that at least the way I encounter God is mostly through other human beings. Right. And I think as I grow, uh, as I grew up and as I grow up is 
the idea I think of other people, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're such an angel, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. they're touching my life right now in the reality of what I need or whatever my, yeah, whatever my needs may be. And I see that as other people and they're not my angel all the time, but no. in that moment, yeah. they're that shining, you know, yep. light. Awesome. Well, that was a great end. I love that ending. I love that ending. So um, let us know what you think about angels and your experience with that. Challenging Christianity podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you're on, if you're listening to us through iTunes, we'd also love for you to rate and review our podcast. Awesome. It helps us show up higher on people's searches and helps people find us. I used to think we were above advertising that, but you know what? Oprah does it on her podcast. <laughs> if so Oprah I'm going to say it, we can do it. Rate um, and review people. Rate and review. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.